Welcome to Badass Saleswomen, where every week we have candid conversations and get advice from the most successful women in sales and sales leadership from around the world. I'm your host, Cheyenne Sampson, Global Vice President of Inside Sales and Sales Development, author of Triage Sales Coaching, and Sales Aficionado. All right. Being that this is my first episode of my first show, I wanted to discuss the purpose behind this podcast and really what we as women are facing in the world of sales, right? First, I want to call out two things. One, the challenge is real. It is real life. There are inequities and we are not imagining it. Two, the only way or the only thing we can do to change it is to be badass, to work harder, work smarter, and be the best in the business and support each other and raise each other up, right? But let's go back to the first point and talk about some statistics. Um, uh, according to the 2020 Bureau of Labor Statistics, women are underrepresented in B2B sales in almost any industry, including wholesale and manufacturing at 27% financial services at 30%, and even at my current company where where we are a complex technology, roughly 10% of our sales team is female and less than 5% of sales leadership and 0% of our executive sales team is female. Yet research shows that women salespeople often outperform men. A 2019 study by Exactly reported that 86% of women achieved quota compared to 78% of men. The statistics of women in sales leadership across all industries is not good. The U.S. Bureau of Labor reported that 26% of sales managers are women and only 5% of CROs or CSOs are female. I was just reading an article titled Why Women Are the Future of Sales in the Harvard Business Review, and they had a consulting firm, uh, ZS, that did research in 2020 that showed women succeed in sales by excelling at different capabilities than men. The research looked at the performance of 500 plus salespeople across several industries, including financial services, industrial services, healthcare, et cetera. And the assessment that they used used a framework that had identified seven capabilities that differentiate high-performing salespeople from average-performing salespeople. What they found was both high-performing women and high-performing men used all seven capabilities to some extent. But high-performing women were more likely to emphasize connecting, shaping solutions, and collaborating, while high-performing men relied more on improving and driving outcomes. For analyzing and influencing, there was no measurable difference between the genders. So when I hear that, the first thing I think is what we need is and to have an ideal situation would be equality, right? Having female and male leaders in in any industry or space would give a well-rounded leadership team. Um, There was an exactly insight study that showed female-led sales teams had roughly equal numbers of men and women, while male-led sales teams were more than three-quarters men. And I I see that now, see that in my my company, in my industry now, that men tend to hire men, where women tend to hire both. I know as a female sales leader, I'm very conscious about keeping my team fairly equal. I hire males as well as females. And if it's weighing heavily on 
on one side, I will seek out to find the best talent um, to, to more evenly weigh my team, right? Um, I think a good way to develop female leaders is to champion women for stretch roles and responsibilities that test and develop their managerial skills. So, well, and, and, and I want to be clear. Let me be perfectly clear about something. Gender diversity in sales is not just about social justice, although I think that that's a, a win from it. I think in today's world, it really is about increased performance. I think when you have diversity of mindsets, you have diversity of background in a room, everyone benefits, right? So as female leaders, one of the things that we can do is to make sure we're hiring diversely onto our own and honestly challenging others to do so as well. I pride myself on mentoring young up and coming female talent. I never had a mentor myself. You'll hear me say that on the on these podcasts. I wish I would have. I know that. Um, and I also always encourage other females to do so because I have seen how it can impact and really expedite someone's career track. Um, but because I didn't have a mentor, I make sure to mentor as many young up and coming leaders as I can. And that, honestly, that includes male and female. However, I do go out of my way to make sure that um, the female leaders underneath me are getting the, the help and the support that they need because females don't always speak up either, right? And so as a female leader, we all need to kind of take a step back and, and recognize a few things that we are, we're facing challenges. I think that's very real and we just need to, to acknowledge it. And not let it hold us down. It, it is in no way an excuse for lack of performance. It, we, should, we should not feel entitled to anything, those types of things. But it's real and it happens. Supporting each other and raising each other up and then also sharing information. So that's where this podcast really came from. I've met so many amazing, badass sales women in my life. Women that have overcome all the odds. Women that are running sales teams in male-dominated fields. Women that are running sales teams um, with, you know, in female-dominated fields, which is great. And, and you know, if we can learn from each other, we can share this insight and information, we can grow even faster. I always think about, I and I can't remember where I heard this, but I always think about, um, you know, fraternities and sororities. Fraternities, especially in some of the Ivy League schools where, you know, men would go to school together and then they'd be in fraternal organizations together. And then they had job security coming right out of these Ivy League schools. You were a Harvard man, you were a Phi Kappa Tau man, and you got a foot in the door in these businesses. And women for a long time in history didn't bond together like that. Um, they, you know, not, or we, I should say, on a grander scale, didn't have those type of networking systems. Now, in the past few decades, uh, that has changed a lot in networking and, and, and you know, uh, supporting each other and raising each other up has become a thing. But I still think there is a long way to go, right? And when you see some of these corporations, um, it's still, <laughs> you would think it was decades ago, but even the company I'm at is all men. 
And, you know, they talk about going golfing and they want to go golf and they're smoking cigars and they're doing those types of things. I think it's okay to have those types of cultures for ourselves and, and supporting each other and building a network and things that we can rally around. I wouldn't probably want to sit in a room smoking cigars and talking about golf. But there are other things, right, that I would want to do um, with my female colleagues um, in, you know, I mean, let's go to the beach, but who knows? And so that's the purpose behind Badass Sales Women. I hope everyone that comes on here enjoys it. Um, and feel free to give feedback. Feel free to reach out to me. If you hear this and you have a topic that you're really interested in, I'd love to have you on my show. Um, um, and I I would love to learn more about you and, and what makes you a badass and shout you out as well. Thank you so much for joining us. I won't always be perfect. I have a lot of uh, areas to work on myself, and that's another benefit, me bringing on so many amazing women. Hopefully, I can glean all of their amazingness for myself, right? But again, thanks, everyone, for for joining, and um, let's go out. Let's be badass. Let's close these deals. Let's make that money, and let's really become legends. Thank you to all my listeners for tuning in and subscribing week after week. We will see you next time on Badass Saleswomen.